0: You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means.
1: And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you.
0: We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with... Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah,
1: that's me. Welcome to our episode of the Feynman
0: series oh my god oh my
1: god I'm freaking out so
0: excited I am so excited this is gonna be so good I feel like I have been changed and renewed after just making the content for it and awesome. you know the layout for it but i also can't wait to like say it and give it out to yeah. our listeners mm-hmm. and then also see from their view because we have so much good content for you guys and i can't wait for y'all to hear all these episodes and then our special guest. um we're really honored but for now in this first episode i mean you already know the titles it's yeah. called Let's talk about our girl Eve. Eve yes. <laughs> Let's go way back to the first woman ever created cuz that's where it starts. Exactly. We cannot talk about femininity or women without talking about the first woman ever created. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I feel like so many
1: things like in society stem from that whole beginning. With Eve. yeah
0: that whole mistake basically yeah the,
1: whole, the big mistake that she made it just you know snowball affected all the way till today
0: yes and still going we're still going we're, st- st- <laughs> we're still the snowball's still getting bigger <laughs> oh my gosh but yes so we want to talk about that and i i do want to say that like the garden of eden And the fall, Mm -hmm. I know this is kind of weird and might be ironic if you listened to and kept up with our episodes, but the fall is my favorite story in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, out of all the ones. Like, Like, the messiest story in the Bible is my favorite story. Why? Because it just shows, like, honestly, I feel like we can learn a lot from the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. We can learn a lot from the first humans ever created. I remember when I was little in school, you know how like in elementary school, they give you at the beginning of the year, well, this is what they did with me in in our age, but what do you want to learn most about this year? What do you want your teacher to teach you? And I would ask like really profound questions (laughs) and I would be like, can you teach me who were the first people ever created? Mm-hmm. And like what happened to them and then how were they created? Like I had all these questions. Yeah. Like that was always my answer. And my I remember my teacher would always look at it, like and she'd be like, uh and she would look <laughs> at me and then continue on to the next one because that comes with like theology and then the it, Bible and all that stuff. Exactly. Anyways, but it was just it's just always been my favorite because I've always felt I don't know, like I always resonated with Eve in some way. Yeah. Because I felt like when the fall happened to her, like, it not just only happened to when she ate the fruit. Like, the fall of women is, like, in their body, in their words, in every action that they've done because Eve ate the fruit. But, like, and I felt like I've resonated with her. I felt connected to her in some way in her messiness and in her mistakes and wanting to take control and wanting to know or to feel – being. By being deceived, I felt that. And so I she's just always been my favorite. But and this actually we can get into this, um, we were taught to like basically vilify Eve. Like yeah. I know when I started going to church, our church that we were a part of, mm-hmm. like when they would talk about Adam and Eve, the, always the main focus was Eve and what she did yeah, and how she ate the fruit. And I, I felt like yep. I was being taught to like um, women were the reason of the fall. Like yeah. a woman was the reason for everybody's downfall. Yes. Yeah.
1: No, I very much, I felt the same way. I really felt like, okay, the reason why all of this stuff happened and we don't live in a perfect world was because of the woman. Mm -hmm. And it's our fault and we're the ones who are the seductors and we're the ones who do all of these things, these bad things, and we're the problem. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Genuinely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, like, and then also how, like, we're supposed to, like, we take on the responsibility of other people's actions. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt, like, what was being taught to me. And Eve was the prime prime example for that. Um, And so... As a little girl, when I kind of, like, empathized with Eve or resonated with Eve, but as I'm growing up into my teenage years, learning more about becoming a woman and Mm -hmm. – because that's – you know, you go through a lot of changes in your body and character as a girl. Yeah. And so I felt like I was taught to believe, and now my belief systems about her were like, oh, like, I guess she is that wrong for everything. Like, she – like – what she did, her messiness screwed up everything in the world. Like, we yeah. could have been perfect, but she ate da, da da. But then, um, even as I grew up more in high school, I remember there was like Twitter fights I would get into. <laughs> oh my gosh, with oh my about God. Eve and Adam, and like it would literally be me against a man in my grade, and like because the men would always be like, Eve is, yeah, yeah, and I'd be like no, I'm getting so sick of being held responsible or for Eve being held responsible when we probably would have done the same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to point something out. Like, I feel like it's kind of detrimental to resonate with, you know, Eve, this figure for a really long time in your life. Like, oh, I resonate with her. Like, I see myself in her. Like, you're connecting with her. And then to learn that essentially, like, she's bad. She's you know the reason for doing all these things like you're like wait i just resonated with a lot of things with her and now i'm learning that she's bad or that like it's all her fault and so you're like that puts a lot of pressure on women too
0: yes so does that mean since i resonated with her as a little girl does that mean i'm bad mm-hmm. does that mean everything's my fault does that mean i have to do everything perfectly so humanity doesn't screw up or so a man doesn't screw up or so like my fellow sisters doesn't screw up, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just all that stuff for like, it was that battle between me. Like, do I hate Eve? But in hating Eve, do I hate myself? Like that was the thing. Exactly. That was the issue. But I do want to lead into um, the beginning because we cannot talk about this without getting into the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do want to get into a couple of verses. Um, We have spoken about the Bible and reading the Bible on here and um, if there's any triggering stuff. Please know that we are inviting you into this and we're not forcing you and we do love you and respect you and honor you. Yes. But we have to get into this verse. So let's go back to the beginning. Um, Genesis two twenty through 22. This is in the New International Version. That's my Bible. <laughs> uh, so, so the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with the flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. And since the, since it has the word so... So let's go back to um, the verses before that. So let's return to what it's leading into. So going back to Genesis 2:18 through 19, so right before the verse I just communicated, yeah. Genesis 2:18 through19. The Lord God said, "It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him." Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. As you just read that, I've heard this thousands of times, right, from being at church. I did not realize that when God first made man... hmm he was like, oh, well, he needs a helper suitable for him. So he brought wildlife out. I didn't know that that was the first thing that God made to try to be a helper for the man.
0: Yeah, so... I had no clue. I always thought yes. it was just the worst. So isn't it crazy how, like, even in the very, very beginning, like, God was still creating. God was still thinking up all these ways of how, like humanity could come into fruition or just life life yeah. in general can yeah. come and so when he made man in his image right um and then he made all the livestock and birds and animals and beautiful things mm-hmm. on this earth and um but he was like no there's still not someone suitable quite suitable quite right for adam Mm -hmm. and so he created woman you Mm -hmm. know and that is such a beautiful thing and um so going that down like i I do want to mention this something too as i was reading this i'm like okay going back to verse 22 then the lord god made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man can you imagine being a baby but coming into the world as an adult woman yeah no I'd be so confused. (laughs) Like that's essentially what Eve was. She was a baby and then a like adult woman's body.
1: Yeah.
0: And then all of a sudden has all this like power and authority Mm -hmm. in all of creation and with Adam. But you're a baby. How do you yeah. know what to do with that?
1: <laughs> you don't. You're just like trying to get some guidance somewhere from God, and you. But you like. But by yourself, independently, you don't know anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine just as Eve, like, <laughs> opening her eyes <laughs> into this new world. And like seeing everything that has been created, knowing that she was just created and then seeing Adam in her image with the same like body type, like, you know, the same type of mannerism figures because we do have that, but then like different.
1: I feel like it'd just be very confusing. Yes.
0: So like like imagine like trying to understand the world which you were created for. Yeah. And then everyone and everything has a place in the world except you. So not mm. knowing, like simply just trying to understand if and where you fit in. Yeah. As a woman. Yeah. I mean we if we still do that. We're still yes. trying to figure that out. Yeah, that's still like going on in us. And so that was Eve. Yeah. That that was Eve's position. That's that's probably how Eve felt. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to picture myself there yeah. in that moment from the very beginning. And that was Eve. That was how she, you know, just felt like, okay, how do I do this? How can I go about this differently? Or how how can I um, use my authority in this way? Like she knew she was beautiful. She knew she was created or something. But how do I demand this power and demand this authority over creation? Yeah, Because that's what God – called them to be you are an authority over creation now
1: yeah i mean like i feel like i even can resonate with eve like right now today in that sense of like i'm being put into something that i have no clue like i feel like so with this new position that i'm going to be stepping into like i have no clue what's expected i have no clue what i'm supposed to do i have no clue where i fit in i have no clue what it's going to be like i really don't know anything and so I do in the sense feel like Eve, like, oh, I'm a baby stepping into this position feeling like I don't, I don't know what I'm really supposed to be doing here. So I'm just Mm -hmm. like trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like so many people can still resonate with that idea of I'm stepping into this place that is a big question mark, Mm -hmm. basically.
0: Yeah, that's good. And that's, and, and that's the beautiful thing about God. Like in that, I guess we can learn like he, he doesn't call the qualified. He, you know, qualifies the uncalled,
1: Ooh. you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So that's just a big reminder. I think that's the right saying. Oh my God, he... please let that be amazing. <laughs> but like he, like you don't have to be qualified to step into something that's meant for you yes. or that's so big for you, Yeah. but you can still do it. But mm-hmm. still like, I think God understands that. And I think that's why God like walked with Adam and Eve in the garden and, you know, connection yeah. with them. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, going back to what you said, like, how can Eve Eve was told to subdue the earth, but how can one subdue the unknown? Yeah, you know, and um, she was given authority to control the world that she did not understand because mm-hmm. she was just created. How can you, you know, you know, equip, be equipped for something that you don't understand? Mm-hmm. You know, how can you go about something that you don't understand quite yet? Um, and so no wonder it took one thought. One change, one thing to change her mind and undermine her authority and to undermine her success, which um, that leads us into the fall, Genesis 3. Yeah. Um, One thing that I do want to note is I remember
1: whenever I had read, you know, Genesis 2.20 and it says, Verse 20, when it says, so the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Um, I remember thinking as and being taught whenever I was reading this that, oh, the woman is just a helper for the man, Mm, like mm -hmm. still undermining what our position here is on earth. Um, And I feel like that was carried into society I mean even today. Yeah. Like just the idea that oh we are simply here we were made for the man. And for men I don't know if you can understand this but for a woman like it just makes you feel like I don't know um what's the word like I just feel like I don't really matter that yeah. much
0: or I don't have a say in any, anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just That I'm not capable for all that I was created for, but I'm just a second option. That's how it would make me feel. That's how I have felt.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not an individual because, like, I feel like since I have been taught that I am the helper for a man, I always had the idea that, like, okay, like I am not my own person. I'm here for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not here for me. I'm not here for my individuality. I'm here because eventually a man's going to come find me and I'm going to fulfill all of his needs and all, all of these things. Like I had that idea in my head. Um, and so, Honestly, for a really long time, I just ran with it. I never looked into it. I never questioned it. I was just like, okay, that was my purpose is I'm here for a man and I'm here to make it better for them and I'm a helper for them. Um, And so I looked into it a little bit deeper and I found out that it actually, the original Hebrew phrase used to describe woman was and I might butcher this, but it's Ezer Konegdo, C- Konegdo?
0: Ezer Konegdo?
1: Konegdo, right. okay. <laughs> um, and Ezer connoted an inherent strength, and Konegdo Cone- means corresponding or suitable or essential. Therefore, a more suitable word instead of helper that they translated it to would have been an essential counterpart or an indispensable companion. Or a corresponding strength. Mm -hmm. And it's that an Ezzer is one who comes alongside and lends strength. And I feel like just from that little mishap in the translation of that word Mm -hmm. changed everything for me. Changed the mindset and belief systems. Yeah. It went from, oh, I am just, I'm here for someone else. Um, I'm just their helper. I'm here for them. To, oh, I am somebody that is meant to be here. Not just somebody else's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, why am I thinking like a purse, you know, something that's nice to have next to you or beside you?
0: Yeah, no, we were essential for creation. Yeah. Like that's what we were. Like creation was not yet finished until women were created. Exactly. And that, and like, cause even God said it right there, like, oh, there's not a suitable helper. There's not a suitable companion mm-hmm. for this For creation for this earth we need to create another so creation was not yet finished until god had created woman and then he said it is finished exactly you know exactly so getting into the fall um genesis 3 i'm gonna read it out of my bible so you might hear the papers (laughs) listeners okay um genesis 3 now the serpent was more crafty in other translations um it says cunning You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her Mm -hmm. and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? Turning of the page. He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said... Adam's funny. Anyways. <laughs> so Adam said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I hate it. It sounds like children. Yeah. He's like, that woman over
1: there. Like she's the, the woman reason. you made...
0: <laughs> Like that literally sounds like me and my brother when we were fight Well t- well Trace, you t- you put him here <laughs> Yeah pointing the finger like Ah Yes. Oh man, Adam's funny. But this isn't the masculine series, this is the feminine series. series. Continue. <laughs> um so um then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate it. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Okay. We're going to get that in just a minute. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the last one, Eve said, the serpent deceived me. So basically, from what I get when I read that Mm -hmm. and when I have studied that, (laughs) Eve engaged in a conversation Mm -hmm. that first changed her mind, Mm -hmm. then her diet, and then her actions. Yeah. So it all led from mind first, then her mouth and then she let it in with her actions. Yeah. But the serpent knew I have to manipulate and be very cunning as the Bible says in most translations and get to her mind first and then it will sow down into her words and then into her actions. Yep. So and but that's the thing. People struggle with that today. So that fall right there, mm-hmm. it has led into generational like generations today yeah and so that was the fall of eve right there and that one question didn't just change her thoughts and ultimately her actions it changed the thoughts and actions of every generation Mm -hmm. that would have come through her you know like the woman who was at fault for everything the villain of the story the reason for all of humanity's failures happened right then and there when she ate the fruit yeah you know yeah i mean for me I feel like when
1: again this is one of those things that I've heard many times I know the story of the fall um, and I just kind of accepted it and took it for what it was for whatever somebody told me that it was and I never actually dove into it myself and you know whenever we were getting ready for this series I'd decided to actually dig into it. And I honestly think that um, when we were getting ready, Alexis and I were on the phone for like at least an hour and a half, two hours. It was like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about that verse, like those couple of verses right there. Mm -hmm. That's it. And one thing that we noticed is you see that God tells Adam not to eat from the fruit. Right. He tells Adam the rules basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so later on we can infer that Adam probably told Eve because whenever, you know, the serpent comes, right. It doesn't say that Adam told Eve, mm-hmm.
0: uh, but when
1: the serpent comes, you know, she does mention like, I'm not, what, what does she say? She's not supposed to touch it or she'll die. Yeah. You must not touch it or you will die. Yeah. Which when you look at it, when God told, told When God told Adam the rules, it was you must not eat from it. So
0: it was like even there, that communication was not Mm -hmm. correct. Well, and the manipulation of the truth, even what the serpent was doing right there. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like, I don't know, I think of like a game of telephone. So
1: um, Eve had like this kind of general understanding, but not a solid understanding of it because she didn't hear it straight from God. She heard it from Adam. Mm -hmm.
0: And so Mm -hmm.
1: that's why I felt like the serpent chose her was because he was like, Oh, well, she did this that she was secondhand to hearing it like she doesn't know the real truth of what God said so I can deceive her more easily than I could probably Adam the man who knew exactly the man who knew who heard it straight from God like can you imagine hearing something I wish hearing something straight from God's mouth like I heard God say with my own ears these things like there's no disputing that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean whereas Eve heard it from Adam who heard it from God You know, and Mm -hmm. so in that line of communication... It already the communication sucked there between humans. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>
0: like, in a perfect world yeah, already. In yeah. the
1: perfect world already, like, it already sucked. And so it led into her being the one who was deceived. Like, if roles were reversed, it very much could have been Adam. Like, if God told Eve, it, do- it could have been Adam.
0: Yes, know? exactly. Um And so I do want to go back to that, uh, what Adam said. Um I do want to say, like, we by no means are not... um belittling men right now no no this is just humanity It happens.
1: here's here's for me i was thinking about it here's what i'm more so trying to get everybody to understand mm-hmm. especially women okay i'm um, we're not denouncing men or making it seem like they are the bad ones okay yeah. it is that for so long we were below we were mm-hmm. on a lower level because of this narrative fall. yes this narrative has made us feel lesser than a man mm-hmm. okay and you see that throughout All of history, okay. Um, Right now, what I'm trying to do is put us back up to equals Mm -hmm. for men and show you that it it's not you are not the problem. All the women out there, you are not the problem. Mm -hmm. It was a joint um,
0: decision. Decision. Mm -hmm. It it both both parties. Yes, they played their part. Taking ownership, and we're about to get into that right now. I do want to go back to that Um, when when Adam said the woman you put here with me. He just cracks me up because I've literally done that to my brother. Well, dad, Trace. It's it's all him. Okay, so the man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this have you done? So I do want to say, yes, Eve indeed was deceived. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring up the definition of deceived in the original Hebrew manuscript. It is nasha, meaning to lead astray Mm -hmm. mentally, morally, and to be seduced. Yeah. Okay. So Eve, in that, was telling us in her own words that the journey of discipline, safety, and protection is did not just happen overnight, not just because she was created and was in this perfect world, not because she was walking with God or connecting with God every day. Like it literally is a workout. You know how we work out our body? (laughs) No, it's literally a practice to do like discipline and safety protection. You know, like that has to be learned that has to be believed in your heart that has to be a strong foundation and belief system yeah and if you haven't you know if that foundation has not come into fruition of course yeah of course there's deception and of course when you don't know all that the potentials of what could happen you know the unknown the worst might happen
1: yeah
0: and so um sabotage so what the what the serpent was doing like he was sabotaging eve he -hmm. was sabotaging humanity in the beginning so sabotage is slow stealthy and patient it doesn't need immediate results it only needs a small corner of your heart Mm. a small corner of your mind (laughs) and soul and then it will just lead and bleed into everything else
1: which is terrifying. <laughs> to yeah. Me because I'm like, I don't know. I just think about how easy it is for us to give that small little sliver. And then it's like, it's literally like, I feel like. Once you give that small sliver, I'm thinking about being at the top of the Titan at Six Flags. And it's just oh, my like God, that, yes. The anticipation. Just, the anticipation that it's like as soon as you give it, it's just like that downhill drop. Like
0: yeah. And you're just screaming the whole way. <laughs> yes, like it's just so fast. Like you knew it was going, but it just like just, hits you. Yes. And then, but that's the thing. That's why the freaking devil was a serpent. He was a snake because he slithered slowly and strategically mm-hmm. until everything, all of the destruction just bled Into humanity, into the world. Exactly what he was doing. Like that
1: he it was purposeful. Mm -hmm. It was very uniquely thought out in order for his plan to work. And
0: he used he took the truth. Mm -hmm. Like he was using the truth but manipulated it. He twisted it. That's what the devil does. The devil will give you truth that makes it sound a lot like truth, like, oh this is true. This is this is it oh, I finally figured it out. But no, it's just a manipulation of the truth. Yeah. And that's why deciphering and discernment is very good for you. Yeah. I, I always think, okay, sorry. If anybody is a teacher out there, you'll understand. Um,
1: I always can relate it to teaching because I always teach my kids. Like, So I teach fourth grade, and so they take the STAR test, which for all of the people who are our age or above, it was a different test, like the tax test or whatever. Right. Um, and we teach our kids, like, okay, you have these four answers, and there's going to be two answers that are going to look good. Okay? There's gonna yeah, be, yeah. There's going to be a right answer, and then there's going to be one that looks like the right answer but isn't. It's trying to trick you. Oh, my gosh, yes. I remember this. Yeah. And so – I'm teaching them that, and I'm just, like, right now having this, like, realization, like, oh, this is in real life, too. Like, you have the thing that you should do, and then one that kind of looks, like, good, but it's not the right one. Like, it's there right. to trick you. Right. And that's what I really think, like, God and the serpent are <laughs> right there
0: is the the right thing. The truth. The truth. And then the deception of the truth. Yes. The manipulation exactly. of the truth. Exactly. Yeah, and, that, and that's what Eve and Adam were facing, but mostly Eve, because mm-hmm. the serpent was dismissing adam yeah because you didn't even know adam was there until he gave until eve gave her the fruit him the fruit yeah it's almost like okay
1: imagine this sounds weird okay imagine you're adam okay and mm-hmm. i'm god okay i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna bring it back to teaching for a second okay right. if i tell you that the correct answer is a yeah okay i'm telling you the correct answer is <laughs> yeah. a so adam choose a, okay? And then in your communication to Eve, you're like, hey, you know, I think something, you know, maybe ch- something about A, and then maybe you say B, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to, how to explain that. Like, he looked at the test. Oh, like, oh, but B looks but good, B too, like- <laughs> Exactly. He looked at the test, and then, you know, so maybe in Eve's mind, she has A and B together right there, kind of, you know, oh, I think, yeah, maybe I'm not supposed to, like look at A or I'm not supposed to look at B wait I don't really know but like something like that Wait, what happened yeah exactly I'm thinking about that like through the translation and then all of a sudden she's at the test right so I'm Eve now and I'm sitting at the test and I'm like A, hey, B, B no I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to choose A and it's like this unknown like I, I'm pretty sure because remember Adam told me yeah. that it's supposed to be A and then somebody's but like, talking in your ear yeah and then somebody's talking in my ear but wait but B looks kind of right too and then all of a sudden somebody comes and they're like yeah. are you sure that he said A are you positive positive? and I'm like you know what You know, he did mention B. Maybe he said something about B. You know, so it's like, it is that deception, like, because Adam knew straight from the teacher, God, his mouth, that A was the correct answer. Yeah. you're not supposed to do this shit. Right, yes. (laughs) And then in that translation, it was like, Eve was the one, like I said earlier, she was the one who could be deceived because she did not hear it straight from God.
0: Yes, exactly. And, like, going back to... Taking ownership because mm-hmm. there is ownership on all freaking sides. I mean, God does it right there. Like he talks to each one of them. He talks to Adam. He talks to Eve. He talks to the serpent and yeah. figures out what happens. Right. And ugh, God is so amazing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He, he asked each one of them. It. He's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> going back to Eve, I wish I could say that this woman had no control over her, st- over her story, mm-hmm. but that is just not the case. Yeah. Eve did have control over her story she just didn't know it Eve knew better she did know better but didn't do better yeah right Adam knew better but didn't do better exactly it's
1: it's an equal thing and just showing you how even and here's my thought of it right now is even at the very beginning they couldn't be perfect
0: yeah. And so I feel like right
1: now, a lot of Christians, like, really shame themselves or whatever, thinking, you know, like, I'm supposed to be this perfect person, and I'm not. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Adam and Eve, who were in the Garden of Eden with God, they weren't even perfect. Yeah, this is before the fall, <laughs> yes. and they still weren't perfect. I was like, yet. they weren't even perfect. So how in the world, after all of these years, without, I'm not saying... I hold on, not without God, but without having like the true God right there with us in the Mm -hmm, garden. And mm -hmm. that was the only distraction, like was that little serpent. Like we have so many more distractions now. I feel like as humans, we are way harder on ourselves. Yeah. And we get stuck in that shame spiral, which ultimately never serves anybody. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like thinking and realizing, okay, even at the very beginning, they weren't perfect, and there's no right way that I'm going to be perfect. So I need to have that um, grace for myself.
0: Yes, and th- this is why I love the like fall because yeah. you can take so many things from this one action, from this one fall, from this one story. Yeah, that bleeds into all the generations and even now. Like this is why I love this story. Yeah, and so, um, so she would. So that's the thing. Like Eve was penalized forever mm-hmm. for what she did in a moment, guys. Mm-hmm. One moment. moment.
1: Of weakness, and she
0: didn't even lie to God afterwards. She told yeah. him, uh, <laughs> "Well, this happened." Yeah. She, okay. Yeah, you
1: know, she wasn't trying to hide it. Nothing. Yeah. She was just like, "Oh, well, I mean, they did try to hide, but well, yeah." Whenever you know he confronted her, confronted, confronted her, she was like, "Yep,
0: I did <laughs> <Sure> it." Did. <laughs> but and and but that right there is all of us we do that still even to this day that mm-hmm. is the fall Eve is not a villain and we all have even us we all have that forbidden fruit in our lives that we keep in a constant cycle with yes like that is all of us that is humanity mm-hmm. that is women honestly i have found myself in a cycle this past. Two years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. It happens. You know, like how we are handling Eve's trans- transgressions is how we are handling our own. hmm So you need to take a look at how you've been judging Eve. Is yeah. that how you judge yourself? Right. Because she was the first woman. hmm She is a mirror, just like she's a mirror of God, and we are made in the image of God, we are made in the image of her as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So... How we're judging her is how we judge, our, judge ourselves as women. Going back to how I loved her, but then everybody was telling me that she's bad, she's a villain. I'm like, oh, well, then that means I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and so the serpent in the garden was not after Eve's appetite, he was after God's creation. Mm-hmm. He used Eve's own mind against her. How many of us women, Have we felt like our own mind is against us? Yeah. In what we're trying to conquer, like, (laughs) guys, this is me the other day. You know, like, you know, like our own mind has been. We feel like you live in my body. You need to listen to me, mind. You know, like, but we felt like our mind was against us, Mm -hmm. and that happened at the very beginning, the, the fall of Eve. Her own mind was against her, and then, and then the serpent was after what she had trusted. So what Eve had trusted was God's vision of her life. God was after the women of creation, the creation of women and the vision that God had for women. He was after that. Yeah. Because he knew what women were capable of. Yeah.
1: The serpent was like, heck no, that is not about
0: to happen. Exactly. And so, um, <laughs> but I'm like, let me just crush you with my heels right now right. and kill you, a little serpent. You know, like yeah. crush the head of a serpent, you know? There's so much that we can learn from Eve.
1: Um, and it's hard to break down everything that we can learn from mm-hmm. her. But I feel like for me personally, the biggest thing that I've learned from Eve in this, this study is that it's not all my fault for the fall. It is not mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. women's fault for the fall. Mm-hmm. Everybody played a part in it. Because we are humanity, so we are all in that moment. And whenever we go into Adam, we could talk about that. But in that moment, we were all equals, and we all made the decision for that to happen, for sin to enter the world. Mm -hmm. So just realizing that, that has helped me gain kind of like a place that I belong here Um, and that it wasn't all my fault and that I'm not just this helper who didn't even help, who actually, you know, made everything go to shit. Basically, Mm -hmm. I had this new identity in myself that no, I'm essential. I, I need to be here because I, I, you know, they can't do this on their own. Like we have to be, we have to be Mm -hmm. a collective group together in order for things to work. And then I also, um, have this, um, more, I don't know, like dominant feeling that like you know I do have a purpose and my only purpose on earth is not to um, be the helper for a man. I have other purposes and that this this ship would not run without me here too. Um, exactly. And I also have realized that um, even. When I do make a mistake, even when I do choose the wrong thing, when I chose B instead of A because it looked right, um, I don't have to sit there in that shame. I don't have to hide it. I can communicate Mm -hmm. and own up to it, own up to it, and and bounce back. Yeah, and take responsibility and be like, you know what? Yeah, I chose B because I thought that was the right answer, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. And I'm realizing that now. Mm -hmm. And then I'm moving on. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, my God, but why did I choose B? I can't believe I did that. (laughs) Like, I knew it was A, but then, you know, something told me it was B. And so I went with that, not sitting there in that mess you know being like okay yes I chose B this time but the next time that this happens I know that I can choose A or I know that I have the ability to discern between the two things now because I've seen it so much Mm -hmm. and so now I can do that those are the biggest things that I've realized about Eve in this moment that I feel like I didn't have before I really took a look at those couple of verses you Mm -hmm. know and i dive deep into her yeah because Mm -hmm. i just and this is one thing that alexis and i have said before is like you hear people teach you about the bible but it is so important for you to open it up and dive into it yourself because you're only
0: listening to one person's perspective of it Mm -hmm. yeah and i do also want to say we are not the end all be all yeah even as we're you know you know, reading these scriptures, please go and read them for yourself and actually encounter Jesus and God Mm -hmm. through it all. And it will actually encounter Eve. Or if you're a man listening to the feminine series, encounter. Yeah. Encounter Eve. Yeah. As a (laughs) man. Yeah. And then, um, Ooh, that's a good challenge and good homework. Yeah. Okay, so that's homework. Yes. But, okay, so I go back to the scriptures and encounter God and Eve in the midst of that. Yeah, because,
1: so, I mean, because I will tell you when Alexis and I were on that, like, two-hour phone call, we were talking about it and we were reading through it and we we're like, literally I feel like both of our minds are just, like, blowing up because we're like, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> like, this is not – Um close to the narrative that we believe for our whole lives. Like what Mm -hmm. we were digging into and realizing was not what
0: we had learned for the past 26 years. Exactly. Stop (laughs) saying things that you were taught Taught. to say, Mm, gain an understanding for yourself. Have it the experience and encounter for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Don't even like take all of our, you know, learning from what we've learned don't even take that for yourself you got to learn it too you know um encounter it for yourself so that brings me to you know the final um final moments like eve eating the forbidden fruit did not change god's intention for her life or god's heart for her Mm -hmm. it only changed how he would fulfill that intention for her fulfill that vision that yeah. he wanted for her. And, you know, like even in that garden, he still made that promise that your generation line will bore the savior of humanity. Yeah. Like, it's going to come from you, Eve, from your generation. And um, Eve chose to be that active participant in her restoration process, Mm -hmm. in her restoration and her redeeming story. She chose to be a part of that. She chose to partner with God in that. She bounced back as a woman saying, no, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, just pity, self-pity that I did something wrong in a moment. I'm Mm going to bounce back. I'm going to get back up and I'm going to partner with God and say, this is not the end of my story. This is only just the beginning. This is only the, um, what's that word? Like pivot me or propel, propel me Mm -hmm. to my future. And I'm just going to come back stronger than ever.
1: Something that I think is super beautiful. There is the fact that I mean, I know that you and I have both had this mindset before that like, oh, if I mess up or like you look at the church, if somebody messes up, they're out. If they, you know, make a wrong decision and they're on the leadership, they're out. You know, like we have that um, idea that we can't ever mess up, but how beautiful is it that the first people messed up, and God was like, okay, like, yeah, I wanted you to turn right, but you turned left, and I'm just going to change to make it to where I can still set, mm-hmm. you know, your path for you going left this right. time. You know, like, right. he, he just takes whatever is given, yeah. and he's like, you know, I could still pave this way for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, we're going to change how we go about the vision Mm -hmm. like the end goal is still going to be the same my promise for you is still there but how we get there it is going to be changed okay the path to getting there is different (laughs) and that is okay you know that can still be redeemed of how you get there but that's the thing like eve was the woman (laughs) who paved a way for the ultimate redeemer Mm -hmm. who would offer salvation to all humanity and that's beautiful she decided to partner with that and so now now i feel like eve represents strength Mm -hmm. i feel like eve represents courage i feel like eve represents boldness i feel like she represents and unveils a vast beauty and a simplicity in her existence
1: yeah and i mean the word that comes to mind is essential Like Eve is essential to this whole story, to the whole creation Mm -hmm. of humanity. Mm -hmm. She is essential
0: too. Yes. Like she, this world would not be the same without Eve. Mm -hmm. She was a pivotal part in creation. Yeah,
1: exactly. And
0: so I do want to like pray for a woman and, you know, just to come back from their or to bounce back from their setbacks. Every time I say that word, I say bounce back. Wait, what's that song? bounce back it's not a good song but i like it
1: wait okay it's by uh, yeah sean, sean or something yeah.
0: but what is it i can't take,
1: take the l bounce back <laughs> yes you're on the right road i really can't i can't get the like the the chorus in my head yes
0: but it's such. A... last night took a l but tonight i bounce, bounce back okay So that's not like uh, the best song to listen to, but I like that. Good, good. I like that line in the in that song. So um, we're gonna bounce back, ladies. So I want to pray, ladies. Um, take a moment. Um, if you need to like pause and then come back to it, you totally can. But I want you to get connected, and I want you to put your hand on your heart or on your stomach and breathe and just receive this word, because I was. I wanted to do a prayer, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just get to it in the moment. But I felt like God was, like, really, like, speaking to me. Yeah. So I just had to write it down. So um, I feel like just receive this prayer and this word. Mm-hmm. So put your hand on your heart, whatever you have to do to get connected. <sighs> Can we just take a moment to break the narrative that Eve was a villain, mm-hmm. that women are villains? I Break the narrative that women are at fault for everyone's actions. I break the narrative that women are liars, deceivers, and manipulators and only do things for their own gain. That is a lie. Mm -hmm. That is a lie that the devil wants humanity to continue to believe in. To continue to believe in about yourself. The devil wants you to continue to have your mind work against you. The devil wants you to continue to live in a constant fear, anxiety, and depression. The devil does not want you, as a woman, to realize what you were created for. So right now, we are going to lean in instead of running away. We're not going to run away anymore, ladies. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you to relive that heartbreak. I am not asking you to relive the trauma. I am not asking you to remain stuck. But we are going to stop pretending that it never happened because in our realization, it is more powerful than any other painful truth you have ever experienced. When you commit to growth after trauma, There is resurrecting power that demands hope, potential, and faith to rise up. You have value. You have promise. You have worth. You are a vast beauty of creation. You are not your thoughts. You are not your anxiety. You are not your depression. There is a deep, deep well inside you. A well of that has perspectives, creativity, strength that God will continue to reveal to you in every every season of your life mm. that well cannot be damaged and God will water the seeds of that well that well will not run dry God is going to continue to create you into the woman you are meant to become mm-hmm. This version of you has no choice but to come forth. This version of you is whole. That a relationship is just an added bonus, not a necessity. Mm. This version of you believes that her potential is limitless and that the sky is just another level. You can bounce back from your setbacks. You can bounce back from Eating your forbidden fruit or whatever cycle you have found yourself in. Do not be ashamed of the path that has led you here today. Girl, this world needs you. We need you to know who you are. We need you to fight. Fight and look past your mistakes. Fight to manifest God's vision for your life. You are rising. You are evolving. You are powerful. God will reveal his perfect plan for you in your heart. God loves you. God believes in you. You got this, baby girl. I believe in you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen.
1: I hope you received
0: that. Yes, you better. And we... (laughs) And we are going to, um, oh my God, guys, I'm so excited for the next episode. I'm so excited. Yes. For our next guest. We're not going to say it until, you know, little secret. There's one thing that
1: as you're reading, I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of things that were happening in my head as you were like saying that a whole prayer because, Ooh, that was good. Um, <laughs> But I was thinking, okay, so if we just – want to add a little tidbit, Okay, if we continue to believe that narrative that women are bad or that we are the cause of the fall or the thing that I really like that you said is that um, um, the narrative that women are liars, deceivers, manipulators, and only do things for their gain. Because if we continue to believe that, we are letting the devil win. Yes, yeah. We are – because in my head, I'm thinking by – by saying that women are these things, we are creating a line between man and like men and women, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's not how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be connected together in order for humanity to, humanity to be what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So if we continue to believe those narratives, if we continue to believe the things that the serpent set forth at the very beginning of the world. We are letting him win. And Mm -hmm. so I loved at the end how you are encouraging our listeners, man or woman, to break all that. Mm -hmm. And that you are not those things that have been a result of sin or of, you know, the very beginning. Mm -hmm. You can break that and know who you are and understand, you know, your weaknesses, your strengths, so that you can continue. Just like Eve, you can continue in whatever is supposed to happen in your life?
0: Yes, like denounce those belief systems or those narratives that have been spoken uh, over us as women. Like mm-hmm. women denounce that. Yeah. Over, like you can do that, and you can do that in prayer, or you can just do that as you're driving. Like, no, I don't believe that. Yeah. No, that is not true. No, that is a lie. You know, you gotta call it out. Yeah. For it to be wrong, you have to call it out for it to denounce it, and maybe even as men, as you're listening to this, like, maybe you need to do that, like. I'll be honest, like we're starting to, you know, get the masculine series together and I am being challenged on my belief systems for men. Yeah. And and so there's some parts of my heart where God really has to work on it, you know, you know, towards men. (laughs) And um, and I know like men have belief systems towards women and narratives towards women. So maybe men, this could be a challenge to you read go back to the beginning encounter eve and god in the midst of those scriptures yeah. and then also denounce whatever belief systems that you have over women
1: one thing that i really want to say is like but i like you said like men have a certain idea some of them have a certain idea that's negative of women and you know women have a certain idea that's negative of men but at the end of the day man versus woman, like we're just different genders. We're both human beings. Mm -hmm. And so maybe try to, and I know that this is hard because you haven't lived it, but maybe try to put yourself in a man's shoes or men, men, try to put yourself in a woman's shoes and think about what, what is it like? Like help me understand. Or maybe you're even asking God, like, help me understand what it's like to be a woman because I don't know like so that you can have that empathy and not just always go straight to if something happens oh she's just crazy or oh she's just trying to manipulate or oh she's just doing this like try to have that understanding of why women are the way that they are and then later in our in the masculine series like we're going to
0: challenge women to women do the same that yeah mhm exactly i'm being challenged right now I have to do it. <laughs> you know like- um so yes so coming to that's the first episode Um, let's talk about our girl Eve but I'll be honest we're gonna continue to talk about her she'll continue to be brought up in this series because she is the representation like she Mm -hmm. is our example and so um, for women so I am excited I hope this episode was you loved it and I hope you enjoyed it if you liked it please rate, review, subscribe Mm -hmm. that would help us to get more people to listen to it and like because people need to hear this Yep. This needs to be known. So if you could help us out and just rate, review, subscribe, and then also the next episode, I am so <laughs> freaking excited! <laughs> I'm so excited. So please stay tuned for that next Sunday. And if yes. you ever want to reach out to us, you can reach us on our Instagram, Instagram, the Real Meaning of Humanity, and then our website, the Real Meaning of Humanity Podcast Okay. Mm. Well, we love y'all we so much, you. and we believe in you, women. You got this. You got this. You denounce those narratives. Yes. You are not the villain. Yes, sis. (laughs) Okay, love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye.